0: to Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to 10 therapy questions to get to the root of the problem. The other day I was sitting in a pub waiting to have lunch with a friend who's something of a petrol head or gear head, who's really into cars, and he finally appeared half an hour late and he was really um flustered and apologetic and he said sorry I'm late but my car died and i i know very little about cars or fixing them so i asked you know what was what was wrong with it and well it's the weirdest thing he said you know i checked the ignition switch made sure the timing belt hadn't broken uh, double checked none of the spark plugs were loose and by this time, I was sort of glazing over, you know, my, my attention started to drift as he rattled off all these seemingly interminable checklist that you can do uh, when a car isn't working. Nevertheless, I couldn't help noticing that something that seemed obvious to me, even to me, um, he hadn't mentioned. So certainly I was about to be uh, mocked by him for asking uh, such a dumb question. I, I said, um, and you, you're sure there was fuel in the tank? And he stared at me for a moment, sort of dumbfounded, before burying his face in his hands with a groan about um, his son, who was notorious for not refueling, having borrowed the car the night before. Okay, so he had actually run out of fuel. So how easy it can be to miss something that later seems all too obvious. And we have to do the fundamental checks first. And the function, well, um, basic needs have to be met. If we're not careful, we practitioners can make this same error of overlooking the obvious in pursuit of digging for the root of what's wrong with our clients. So, for example, a hectic um, businesswoman who can't sleep, for instance, may be diagnosed with an anxiety disorder or prescribed sleeping pills or other medication by her doctor long before anyone thinks to ask how much caffeine she drinks to get through the workday, or check how she manages the stress of her high-powered job. Okay, so before assuming there's something seriously wrong and diagnosable with your client, it's important to assess how they're meeting the universal primal human needs that we all share. All human beings share these needs. Because in addition to our physical needs like food, water, and shelter, every one of us has a number of emotional needs. And whilst they're not met, we inevitably suffer. So we have the needs to give and receive attention, to heed the mind-body connection. We have uh, the need for purpose, goals, and meaning in our life, which is very important. We have the need to feel connected to community and making a a contribution. We have needs for challenge and creativity, for intimacy, for a sense of control, for a sense of status, and also, of course, for a a sense of safety and security in life. Now, when these needs are not adequately met, we fall prey to all kinds of emotional disorders, uh, from depression to addiction. And this is due to an often unconscious attempt to satisfy the needs somehow. Now, when these needs are met well, we feel fulfilled and contented. We also have more spare capacity to focus on long-term goals and our responsibilities. Check your client's fuel levels is such an important imperative, I think. You know, we need to look at what's actually happening on a basic level. When you look at life from this perspective, it's easy to see how much negative impact not having these needs met over an extended period can have on people's lives. You also start to notice how every form of human cruelty from workplace bullying, to political tyranny involves the blocking of the completion of one or more of these basic emotional primal needs. So unless we get a sense of um, how well these needs are being met in in a client's life and address any deficit, our attempts to help them risk being no more than tinkering with symptoms, uh, be they smoking, chronic drinking, depression or something else. But how do we assess how well the primal human needs are in fact being met um, by our clients. Well, certainly small talk can yield big discoveries. Simply asking general questions in the natural flow of conversation is an elegant and naturalistic way of ascertaining someone's lifestyle health. Okay. To the client, this may seem like no more than small talk, but if you encourage them to talk about their lives, just listen and pay attention, your small talk can reveal a great deal about their overall welfare. And of course, you don't want the therapy session to become uh, an interrogation, and you should feel free to Come up with your own questions. But if you need some inspiration, these simple questions are the kind that you can, um, slip into the conversation to elicit answers specific to certain needs, to the fuel levels, if you like, of, of your client's lifestyle. So how often do you get to meet up with friends? Okay. That meets the need for attention and community. And that's just a, you know, just something we can put into conversation. Can you and your partner really talk together? Okay, attention and intimacy. Uh, How are you sleeping these days or nights? That's the mind-body connection. Are you happy with your diet? Mind-body connection again. How much exercise are you getting in your day? Mind-body connection again. Is there anyone who you feel really understands you and is close to you? Intimacy. What choice do you have about what happens in your life? control, and security? How autonomous does your client feel? Do you have a clear sense of where you want to take things in life? Meaning and purpose. You know, what gets them out of bed in the morning? Do you feel excited by stuff in your life? Challenge, purpose, and meaning. Okay. What involvement do you have with people around you? Community and status. Because if we don't or can't gauge the extent to which these universal and timeless needs are met uh, within our clients' lives, uh, then we may end up being like uh, my friend who tried everything else to get his car to start but never checked to see if it actually had any fuel in the tank. I'm Mark Tyrrell and I hope I'll see you soon over at unk.com, that's unk.com slash blog.